Well, we want people to open it up because it looks like it has more than just, you know, the the products we sell. Things that will also help to enrich the families and teachers and administrators and kids. Hello, and welcome to the Arts of Language podcast with Andrew Poudois, founder of the Institute for Excellence in Writing, or as many like to say, IEW. My name is Julie Walker, and I'm honored to serve Andrew and IEW as the Chief Marketing Officer. Our goal is to equip teachers and teaching parents with methods and materials which will aid them in training their students to become confident and competent communicators and thinkers. So, Andrew, every now and then we do this episode where you read some letters that you've received in your mailbox. Well, yes, or you read letters that you've received in your mailbox. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but it's it's really been delightful. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to define a good day as when the checks totaled more than the bills. <laughs> but, you know, we're kind of past that now. Mm-hmm. And a good mail day is when I get some letters from kids. Yes. That's the most rewarding. And I was so kind of tickled by some of them that uh, when you said to me months and months ago, I have to write an article for the Magalog, Mm -hmm. I just thought, well, I don't like writing very much. (laughs) Maybe I could just put in big chunks of letters from kids (laughs) and call it good. Yep. Uh, But it turned out very nice, as did the whole Magalog. Yes, yes. And so... Andrew, of course, is referring to our Arts of Language Magalog, which is a combination of magazine and catalog. That's a portmanteau, right? Is that what they call that? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Stuffing so, two words together. <laughs> and it is March, and normally we try to have these Magalogs in your mailbox listener in January. But, you know, supply chain issues. We finally got them done, and we just received our copies and so that means that you, too, will receive your copy if you're on our mailing list. If you're not sure, you can go ahead and request one at IEW.com slash Magalog. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But this, as Andrew said, this Magalog has his feature article, and it's pretty much his feedback that he gets about students. But you also today were reading to me a letter that you got from a Right, student. yeah, I, I actually... Yesterday, I got six. Oh, my goodness. Because I only get the mail a couple times a right, week. But, right. but all at once, six letters from kids. So I, I took them home and I opened them up. I read them as I was eating my dinner. Aww. And then one of them was so charming, I read it out loud to my wife. Yes. <laughs> um, so you want me just to. Yeah, let's so, just. Wh- okay, go ahead. A little bit of context and why these two I found so interesting. Oh. People who've listened to our teaching, writing, structure, and style course, mm-hmm. you know, anybody, teachers, homeschool parents, mm-hmm. anyone, know that I will sometimes make this joke that there are the, you know, the 18 pagers, mm-hmm. usually a girl, or the child who would rather scrub all the floors in the building twice than write an entire paragraph, often a boy. Mm-hmm. And, and there is that somewhat stereotypical, but I would say a statistically justifiable generalization Mm -hmm. that more girls are more apt 
to like the writing world before we even meet them. Well, and they have a lot to say. And, and more boys do, yeah. are just less tuned into it, less mm-hmm. apt to say, I like writing. But here I received two letters, both from 12-year-olds, uh-huh. both students in the SSS year one level B. Which we assign the students in that course, write a letter to someone and oftentimes that becomes you. Yes. Now, I don't encourage this because, of <laughs> course, I have to write back to these kids or they'd be heartbroken. So, you know, I'm I'm not saying everyone should tell their kids to write to me. No. Nope. But when they do, it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So the first one I opened, I, I wasn't sure, boy or girl, mm-hmm. who it was. It just, you know, I just started reading it. Uh, to Mr. Pudua. Briskly, every morning, I wake up excited because I know that my two favorite classes are today. Mm. Before I started your brilliant courses on English, I was a terrible writer. Even now, when I look back at my sixth grade essays, I am appalled at how poorly done they are. <laughs> I hope you find myself interesting, my feedback on your classes helpful, and that I truly love them, which is all nicely together in a five-paragraph letter addressed to you. Aww. This first paragraph, well, second paragraph actually, <laughs> is a brief section on me. My name is Sarah, and I am 12 years old. With my family, I live in Washington State, where I am homeschooled. This past year, as I entered my seventh year of school, my mother purchased Structure and Style for Students 1B because I needed a new writing program. Unsurprisingly, All the other English courses, which I have done over the years, are incomparable to IEW. Mm. Just in these two semesters alone, you have made me a more excellent writer. If it is possible, I would be simply delighted to receive critique on this first paragraph and the others. Oh, boy. (laughs) Which is probably not going to happen for (laughs) sweet little Sarah. No. She'll get a card (laughs) with a cute little animal on it. My feedback on your classes are entirely positive. Like I stated before, I have learned so much and continue to become a better writer every day. When I felt like I could not write satisfying papers, I discovered dress-ups, those wonderful things that add sparkle to your compositions. I always, at this part, I really appreciated the way she said this because this is sometimes a point of question about our methodology. Mm-hmm. So to me, this, this is the most important thing she wrote here. But she said, I always aspire to place the logical dress-up where it needs to be, which has proven slightly difficult because I sometimes forget. Then I have to squeeze them in at the end, although I am getting better with every passing week. And of course, I heard a who which clause in there. I heard a because clause in there. And there was one other. What was it? The strong verb. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Now, she didn't do the indicators in her letter, did she? <laughs> um, she did not do the indicators, but I'm pretty confident without double checking that she met the checklist on this assignment. <laughs> Very nice. Um, but, you know, I, I would pause there and I, I will read the rest. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people will say to us, well, we, we started using your writing program, but it feels like my child's writing is kind of awkward mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. these dress-ups make it kind of 
unnatural. Mm-hmm. And I always kind of counter back and say, well, that's, that's because it's a technical approach to teaching something. That means there's technique that needs to be developed. Development happens through practice. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean it's a bad way to do it. It just means you need to give it time. Right. And, you know, this is a – and then I will often point out, you know, how old is this child? Oh, 12 years old. Okay, well, 12-year-olds are awkward in many ways. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I found it fascinating that she was able to articulate. Mm-hmm. She, she understands that the best way to do it is to place the logical dress up where it needs to be. But – has proven slightly difficult. Yes. <laughs> right? And yep. we all we all deal with that. And then I have to squeeze them in at the end, which is not ideal, but she's still doing it. Mm-hmm. Although I am getting better with every passing week. Mm-hmm. So she's noting that there's an awkwardness, but it's improving. Exactly. Yep. And that level of objectivity is just, it's beautiful when it's right on that cusp between childhood and being older. All right, continuing. The courses are so well done that I feel like I'm part of the class. Oh, I love that. And that was one of our goals. Yes. Was to, to get everyone yeah. who's watching on the video to feel like they're in that room right exactly. there. Yep. Patiently, I await your pre-class joke, <laughs> which is oftentimes so humorous that I retell them to my friends and family. Good for you, Sarah. Hopefully you deem my positive feedback on your classes useful. I find your courses to be the best. Undeniably, writing class is my favorite subject because I enjoy it so much. I also do fix-it grammar, Mm. which, in my personal opinion, brilliantly combines stories and proper English, promoting it from boring to extremely interesting. (laughs) I I used to have trouble understanding grammar and writing concepts, but not anymore. In fact, I fly through the books eager to find out what happens next. Since I find this curriculum to be the best, I would recommend it to anyone. Nice. Thank you, Sarah. After reading about me, my feedback on your classes, and why I find them so amazing, you should realize that I do not run from the room screaming in horror, <laughs> which is something you say. I will say in a class. This, <laughs> this is probably going to make you run from the room screaming in horror. She said... I do not run from the room screaming in horror when you announce that we will have 13 things on the checklist. (laughs) Ultimately, although it is daunting, it doesn't scare me because I actually enjoy a challenge every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Most surprising – and look, she got that little most Mm -hmm. in there at the end of the – Critical thinking right there. The fifth paragraph. Most surprising is that a person like me who once had the inability to write pleasing compositions – now enjoys writing class. Sincerely, nice. Sarah. Aww. So, I, you know, I find this to be so valuable because it's still a little rough, mm-hmm. right? It still feels a little forced, a little, mm-hmm. uh, you might say, precociously mm. awkward. <laughs> but what we have, what we can have total confidence is that in a year or two or three, she is going to be elevated in her overall understanding of the whole world and the language and her familiarity with the system and with and, – and her writing is going to – you know, I would predict that in a couple of years, she'll be able to compete easily 
at, say, a college level. Sure, An English sure. 101 or 102 class at a, at a college. At the beginning of every podcast, I share our mission. You know, our goal is to equip teachers and teaching parents. But then I, I end with, so their students may become confident and competent communicators and thinkers. And we're intentional about that order yes. because Sarah is a very confident writer, and she's becoming more competent mm-hmm. and knows it. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, one of my goals in mm-hmm. every class I ever teach is for students to have the feeling of, hey, I did that okay. I did pretty well. I liked that. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, something in that zone. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's an incremental shift. But I found that interesting because 12-year-old girl, self-professed, reluctant writer, mm-hmm. new to the structure and style approach this year. Right. And then looking back at what she wrote the previous year, right? And what was the term she used? It was a very good one. I am appalled at how poorly done they are. Oh, dear. <laughs> her, her last year's sure. work, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then I opened another envelope, <laughs> somewhat thicker, and... This one says... No, let me just interrupt yes. and just let our listeners know the letter that he read from Sarah was typed. Yes. The letter that he's typed. about to read is actually handwritten. Yes, Double-spaced. Double-spaced. Pretty nice handwriting, actually. With a cross out right there, so oh. no, uh, no erasing allowed. No erasing <laughs> allowed. <laughs> These letters, by the way, I just, I just got them mm-hmm. yesterday, so they're not the ones that I mentioned in the... The article that I wrote for the Metal Right, blog, right, but. exactly. All right. Dear Mr. Putawa, yay, yay, it's a writing day. <laughs> this is the song which me and my sister sing on Mondays and Tuesdays. Without skipping a beat, I gather my IEW Year One Level B binder while four-year-old Lily gleefully gathers a pad of paper and the dictionary to, quote, take notes. <laughs> Obviously enthralled with the prospect of video school, she always laughs at the jokes before class, although I'm not so sure she realizes just how corny they really are. I, on the other hand, am 12 and thoroughly enjoy the challenge of each new assignment. And of course, because you never fail to give us a joke before and sometimes after class, I love retelling them all to my dad at family dinners. I have even found some corny jokes of my own to tell. So that was the first paragraph. Okay. I don't know if the readers, the listeners could detect the three topics Right, or not. right, They're, right. He very subtly fit them in, mm-hmm. which is what I'm kind of coaching you to do so mm-hmm. you don't sound too redundant. My skills in writing have only grown since starting this class, and the numerous assignments are a fun way to really push myself. Some of my favorite assignments are number five, which was about writing your own story, number 10, where I was writing from pictures, and number 17, inventive writing. (laughs) So right there, we know something about this boy. Creative mind. Yes, indeed. In number five, I wrote about Zalen, the elemental master of light who escaped from Meyer, his enemy, because he hid himself in a light beam. Gladly, I wrote about Ryan, the boy who wanted to go to Bora Bora, in number 10. And in number 17, I wrote about the heroes, villains, and creatures of the land of Narnia, which I have enjoyed since I was little. Ah. I, of course, am also looking forward to starting the next year's assignments. Nice. Your jokes have been a thoroughly fun part of writing class. Seeing as how I have too many favorites to list here, I will list some which I think are the funniest. 
My absolute favorite is the one where the CEO mistakes the shredder for the copier and because of this shreds his important papers. After carefully choosing which jokes would make it into the top three for this letter, I finally decided upon this one for number two. A parachuter can't get his parachute open and asks a man going up if he knows anything about them. The man going up then says, no, do you know anything about gas stoves? <laughs> Naturally, I also enjoy the joke where the old lady mistakes highway number signs for speed limits. I've even started writing my own notebook of punchlines. Oh, nice. This year for Christmas, I got my own corny joke book. <laughs> I found a few which I thought you could use in some of your classes. Here are three that I picked out because of how cheesy they are. One, this lady was engaged to a guy with a peg leg, but she broke it off. <laughs> Two, when the cannibal arrived late for lunch, the others gave him the cold shoulder. <laughs> Three, they still haven't caught the guy who stole the toilet. The police have nothing to go on. <laughs> it's a good boy joke. Even Noah's cracking yeah, up yeah. right here, our, our podcast assistant. Yes. After reading my book, I even found your silkworm joke. Completely to my parents' chagrin, I am looking forward to gathering even more corny jokes. Right. I love it. There are a few reasons for which I wrote you. Number one is because I wanted to tell you how much I've enjoyed your class. I also wanted to let you know my favorite, although corny jokes you've told. Also, I wanted to give you some possible jokes you could use. Most significantly, though, I wanted to thank you for the great class. Throughout my life, I have always enjoyed writing, and this class has really honed my skills. Also, it's very well done. Truly, though, it's not every day you get a teacher like you. Mm. Now go have a nice day. What's left <laughs> of it? So, and what's so funny about that is what, how Mr. Poudwa ends every single one of Every single class. one yeah. of the 144 classes that we recorded. And counting. I say, go have a nice day. What's, what's left of it? Yeah. Sometimes it's just, yeah. At the end, I said, go have a nice year or yeah. something. Yeah. Life, yeah. Sincerely, Jack. There's a P.S., don't tell jokes about German sausages. They're the worst. <laughs> so this letter, qualitatively, you would say is less awkward. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's so smooth mm -hmm. that if he hadn't said he was 12, mm -hmm. I would have guessed that he was older than that. Mm -hmm. And so there's – you see there's, there's that aptitude difference. There's that history of not liking writing versus liking writing. And, you know, a lot of times we tend to market our approach in a way of saying, you know, this will transform your reluctant writer. Yeah. Because that happens, happens yeah. hundreds, thousands of times. But we, with a letter like this, we can say with great confidence, this will supercharge mm -hmm. your talented writers. Right. Yeah. And he talks about that. He says, you know, I enjoy writing. And yet you've helped me improve. Yeah, this class has really honed my skills. Yep. So I just, you know, I enjoy these. Not all of them are, not all of the correspondence are five-paragraph letters right. that are done in response to the assignment. Right. But I just thought, well, it's kind of fun. And, and we can talk a little bit about this beautiful Magalog. Yes, yes. I well, feel like this might be the best one we've ever oh, done. Well, you know, you say that about a lot of them as they come out because it's new and fresh. And so your title of your article, but it's nice when it happens, 
is a little cryptic. Right. Well, that's good. A title should make you yeah, wonder so a little bit. Why right? does it say that? So uh, just to start off, I'll just read this first paragraph. In our 2021 Magalog, we published an article entitled, You Don't Have to Like Writing, The Real Goal of Learning English Composition. And we're so kind to our readers. We put a link to that article in a Magalog, actually as a QR code. Scan yeah. to read the and, 2021 yeah, Magalog yeah. article. In this article, this is you speaking, I noted that it's possible, though not guaranteed, that a student may come to enjoy writing as a side benefit as a result of experiencing improvement through learning and practicing well. And then at the very end, and you include some letters here. Oh, my goodness. I just have to, to read just the little bit of this excerpt. Dear Mr. Poudois, winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> There's your attention getter right there. Congratulations on being the lucky recipient of my week 19 letter from level 1B. Because you're the best writing teacher I've ever had, I've learned so much from you. And then he goes on. But then um, uh, there's another one that actually is kind of scathing. Oh, I loved it. (laughs) And you included some of that in here about, uh, well, read that one excerpt. Dear Mr. Poudoir, please consider this. IEW is a consequential waste of time. (laughs) In 10 years, I figure that I'll unquestionably appreciate it, although I don't like it right now. Mm -hmm. Frankly, IEW, which feels like a waste of time because of much of the stuff is reviewed, is slow moving. But there are ways to make it go faster. For example, no more jokes. (laughs) No more jokes? Is he serious? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, this was was pretty – I love this part about – how he says, you know, he hates the class, but he sees that it's going to benefit him from t- in 10 years. Right. Well, he was obviously um, working hard to tease me well. Mm-hmm. And I yes. appreciate that because yeah. I work hard to tease students well. Right. Yeah. He, he wrote, in truth, I would rather have a colonoscopy, <laughs> which would be easier than watching an IEW video. Which I feel sorry for this young man if he's already had a colonoscopy. Well, I, yeah, I, I actually wrote back and I teased him saying, I'm so sad that at your young age you've already had a colonoscopy and had your eyes poked with needles, <laughs> which was another simile he used to the writing class. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the idea is, well, in one way it's, you know, Hands-on instruction style, hands-off content. I, right. you know, right. But it is it is delightful to see this wide range of response, and you know, occasionally I get a letter from a student, and then I get a letter from a mom mm-hmm. that's attached to it. Right. That kind of gives the backstory a little bit. Right. Yep. And that's nice. And you know, I try to to write. Back, not five paragraphs. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, a little card saying, I enjoyed hearing about this or that or this or yes, that. Yes, listener, remember what he said at the beginning. He doesn't like to write. So <laughs> it's is ironic. So another, what I think is a really wonderful article in this year's Magalog, we always try to, in our homeschool Magalog, feature a homeschooling family. Mm-hmm. And this year we chose the Jordan family and their story of homeschooling. And this is just an interview with her, and she talks about it. Her son is in one of our writing videos. His picture is actually on the book. Oh, this is true. Yeah. This is true. So Very photogenic yes, family. Yes. And, and she's an actress, too. Well, 
her youngest daughter is certainly an actress. Mm -hmm. She does lots of little YouTube videos and link in the show notes to Erica's and her family's story. But, you know, one of the the questions that our interviewer asked Erica is, what's it like to homeschool as a family of color? Mm -hmm. And I loved her answer. I mean, it's, I loved it because it's so real. It's so, you know, you feel alone. There's not enough diversity where we live. There are other areas where homeschooling may have more diversity, but I've never seen it. Our family didn't act like we saw color or nationality. We just saw people. A lot of them didn't look like us. Sure, we had fingers and toes, but our hair and our skin were different. But we really didn't have a different culture. We all kind of do the same thing. And we're just so happy that Erica and her family is a part of our family here at IEW. And And her uh, older daughter... Yeah, works for us. Works for us, yeah, too. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, so, of course, she lives locally family. to be able to do that. Yeah, she's on our marketing team. Mm-hmm. And so we're grateful for their contribution. And, of course, in our homeschool Magalog are more articles and uh, resources that you can use to help you in your educational journey. And then we also have a Magalog specifically for classroom teachers. And what we try to do kind of a parallel in the homeschool Magalog where we have a featured family, we have a featured teacher. Mm -hmm. And only this time we did a featured administrator. And so there's a spotlight on Helen Sir. And she's an administrator for a classical charter school in Orange County, California. And I had the pleasure of actually going there when I was visiting California not too long ago and meet her and actually do a little mini training for her her instructors. And then I will also mention that Sharon Staggers, who's the director of our schools division, because she didn't want to uh, burden you with writing another <laughs> article, actually interviewed you and your article via interview is in here. Oh my, I have to read that. And you see, should see, see how she did. Yeah, What I said made the cuts. Yeah. So the article is titled Building Success with Structure and Style. And she just asked some questions that I think a lot of teachers would be asking. Every writing course we offer from kindergarten through high school includes the units of structure and style techniques. What is the benefit of cycling through the nine units and stylistic techniques every year? And you answer that. And she took notes and was able to include the answer to this in the Magalog. So anyway, I I think both Magalogs turned out so good, so beautiful, and um, just looking forward to having our listeners say, yes, I got it. That's something that we always look forward to. So if you happen to get your Magalog, drop us a line at podcast at IEW.com. If you don't get one in the next couple weeks, go ahead and contact us and just request it on our website, IEW.com slash Magalog, and that's spelled M-A-G-A-L-O-G. So It has nothing at all to do with MAGA hats <laughs> or MAGA no, anything, no, nor logs, I guess. <laughs> and it's, I, I, Yeah, it's... I, I don't know who who used that term first. Well, you told me Magalog. we want you wanted to use that term. So. Well, we want people to open it up because it looks like it has more than just you know the the products we sell. Yep, things that will also help to enrich the yep. families and teachers and yep. administrators and kids. Great. So well, and this this is dropping in the mail like as we speak. Yep. 
it could be showing up in your mailbox right now. So please no, let us know Or it could take two it. months, depending <laughs> on where you live. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, thank you, Andrew. Those stories were charming. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Or just visit us each week at IEW.com slash podcasts. Here you can also find show notes and relevant links from today's broadcast. One last thing. Would you mind going to iTunes to rate and review our podcast? This really helps other smart, caring listeners like you find us. Thanks so much.